0: This is episode number 306 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. Kim here. Thank you for joining me. This is actually a bonus episode. We just released episode 305 yesterday. And the title of that was Black Men's Health from a Holistic Perspective. And it was actually a lecture that Jamal recently had that we decided to share on the podcast because it was so much great information that we felt needed to be shared and that could help so many people so we decided to share it on the podcast. There was a part of the lecture that we did not share because it was actually a Q&A section with some of the brothers and they had some great questions um, that Jamal answered and actually the, the, the Q&A part was, seemed longer than the actual lecture which was great because it's always good to get feedback and people generally have layers and, and they want to kind of deep dive and have specific questions so Jamal had a Q&A session afterwards and I wanted to share some of the information of course we want to respect the privacy of the brothers that attended the lecture so what I am going to do is I'm going to Ask the questions myself so you don't know who the people are. And then I'm going to play Jamal's response because there were so many additional golden nuggets that was in the Q&A section, and we decided to share it in this bonus episode. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode. Question one, what impact does undigested foods have on our health and our body?
1: That goes back to um, that will fall under the category of detoxification and the importance of of cleansing your body. So um, we spoke about uh, or I spoke about earlier that there are different types of of detoxes. Uh, So, for example, you can uh, detoxify your liver. That's real. The, the liver is one of the most important areas that you want to detoxify, because your liver is the filter for your body. It everything that that goes into your body, it has to go through your liver at some point, right? And just like a filter on your car, your filter can get dirty. It can get congested, and when it and when that happens, it's going to affect how your body uh, does at cleansing. Your intestines, your colon that um, you're speaking about, also a very important piece of the puzzle, because when it comes to the intestines and it comes to your health overall, um, there's a a saying. People say you are what you eat, but it's really about you are what you actually digest and absorb. So because of our diets and the way that, that we eat, a lot of times our bodies don't break down properly uh, the foods that we eat, and it gets impacted in our intestines, it gets impacted in our, in, in, in our um, digestive tract, and we don't absorb this nutrition the way that we're supposed to, and it actually sits there, and it actually rots, and it actually causes trouble within our digestive tract, right? So one big piece of the puzzle when it comes to your overall health is the health of your colon, the health of your gut, 80% of your immune system is actually in your gut. So right now we're in this um, uh, COVID crisis right now. And outside of the, um, the vaccinations, one of the things that's really high right now is uh, supplements, vitamin C, echinacea, zinc, zinc, D, right? All of these things are flying off the shelf. All of these things are, are, are sold out because people are trying to find ways to boost their immunity. But if 80% of your immune system is in your gut, then most of your energy should be going to restoring your gut health, right? And when we talk about gut health, uh, we're talking about the gut is vast and there's a lot of things that can happen in the gut. But when we talk about overall good gut health, we're talking about, uh, normal bowel movements, right? So whenever you eat something, food is supposed to travel through your body within 24 hours. So right now it's 814. If I eat something, it should, this meal that I eat right now should be leaving by 8 14 tomorrow, 24 hours, and anything that I eat in between should be leaving my system. So if, when your body's working like clockwork, things are moving through the way that it's supposed to, you're moving your bowels multiple times a day. When you're exceeding that amount of time, if you're having bowel movements every other day, you know, every 30 hours, if you're, if you're eating four hours, Stool is super loose. Like all of these things are um, indicators that something is off in your system. We actually see people that are only moving their bowels once or twice a month, right? So in those cases, we're talking about I- extreme uh, constipation, sometimes once a month, right? Extreme constipation. So we know something is off in the gut. Another piece of the puzzle when it comes to your gut is your bacteria. Right? We in our bodies, we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria. We want to make sure that we're doing things and we're eating in a way that's going to help to build up this good bacteria. You can buy probiotics for the good bacteria, but you always want to try to get your, uh, good bacteria through your foods and, uh, some, uh, one food that, um, is easy to get the good bacteria is a raw natural sauerkraut. Uh, sauerkraut is going to give you the good bacteria, and then you can also buy probiotics, and that's going to give you the good bacteria as well. So those are, um, two, great pieces of the puzzle when it comes to, uh, your gut health overall.
0: Question two, what are some ways to practice mindfulness each day?
1: I think that, um, have you ever heard of, uh, essential oils? Yeah. So, um, if you're able to get your hands on some essential oils, I think that those are really good tools to have. Because, like, if you get 100% essential oils, like, they can um, change your mental state, like, just like that, right? So, uh, two really good oils to get um, is peppermint oil and lavender oil peppermint oil re- refreshes the mind it it increases mental alertness and it gives you energy so you can breathe the peppermint oil before class you could breathe it like just first thing in the morning to kind of get you going in the morning um, and then and then lavender oil that that helps to calm the mind down it balances out uh, the left and the right brain um, and it helps to release emotional tension in the body so just by um breathing lavender and just kind of being mindful of the things that you may be holding on to, that's a really good start. That's something that you can do and have a, have an instant shift, right? like immediate. So I think that's important to have something that for the immediate shift. But for the long term shifts, um, I, I think having a, a meditation practice is uh, is really pow- a really powerful thing to do. Um, And I'm going to give you a a really basic meditation um, technique that that you can start working on. And it's and it's powerful. Right. So just like we were doing earlier, you want to sit in an upright position. You want your back to be straight. You want your mouth to be closed, tongue at the roof of your mouth, eyes closed. And you're just going to breathe normally. You always want to try to breathe through your belly like you want the belly to um, to expand and rise. You want to always breathe through your nose. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to count 10 breaths, right? So uh, you'll start with the first breath. Inhale, exhale, that's one, right? Next breath, inhale, exhale, that's two. So the whole time you're just thinking about breathing in, breathing out, just being mindful of no thoughts. Um, As soon as a thought pops in your mind, that hits the reset button. So now you start over. So let's say if you get to the third breath, and a thought comes in, man, I I, I, uh, I got to study, right? As soon as that happens, you reset and you start breathing over again, right? So the goal is to try to get to 10, 10 breaths without thinking anything. In the beginning, second breath, first breath, you'll think of things, third breath, you'll think of things. But the more that you do it, you'll notice that you'll be able to just be empty for longer periods of time. And eventually you'll get through 10 breaths, 20 breaths, 30 breaths. So you can start out, just set your timer for five minutes and you can start out with just five minutes. And when you're able to, to go for five minutes with with not having these thoughts, then you can make it 12 minutes and you can just scale all the way up to 20, 30 minutes and if you can go that long without, um, without like things popping in your head, then what happens is that's a whole nother level of mentalism, like as far as you having control over like the things that you want to focus on and not letting all these other things just kind of jump in at all at all different times. It takes time to work up to that point. You could even start as little as two minutes, but that's a great way more long-term wise to, uh, to, to work on, on mindfulness.
0: Question three, what are some things that can be done for liver gallbladder health?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Remember one of the things when we were talking about um, just holistic health, it's it you want to look at first, you want to look at the things that will cause the gallbladder to be out of balance in the first place. And you want to address that. So when it comes to gallbladder health, Um, one of the major things that stresses your gallbladder out is overeating, right? So even if you're eating healthy, if you're overeating, you're eating till you're stuffed, that's going to stress your gallbladder out, right? So you want to eat until you're satisfied. So maybe like 80%. Um, The second thing is uh, late night eating. So when you eat late at night, you're going to sleep with food on on your stomach, Um, that's going to stress your gallbladder out as well. So you want to make sure that you're giving yourself like three, four eating like three, four hours before bed. That's going to, um, that's going to take the stress off of your gallbladder. Another thing is, um, too much greasy food. So we are already know that it's a challenge to break it down. So you don't want to overdo it and have too much at one time. And you want to, um, Stay away from those bad oils. All of the oils that you know to be bad, um, you want to stay away from them. And most of the ones that you know to to be good, you want to stay away from those too. Um, good quality oils, obviously, it's going to come from food. But as far as oil additives, excuse me, uh, coconut oil, olive oil, those oils are great that uh, that 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 you can use. Um, and then I would recommend actually taking. Um, some ox bile, right? So, so the ox bile will be, will serve as the extra bile that, that you need. So when you take it, it will help your body to, to, um to digest uh, like fats better. Um, when it comes to taking the bile, right, we're trying to stimulate your own bile con- production. So you're not just going to like, let's say if the instructions, say take two a day, you're not just going to take two a day. You want to um, rotate Uh, between one and three capsules so like if you take one capsule uh, for breakfast then for lunch take three then then for dinner take one you know then the next morning don't take anything so rotate between those three for the entire bottle and 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 doing it that way helps to stimulate your own your own bio uh, production so between that and the stuff that you you're taking and 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 following the guidelines of of not stressing it out, right? And eating the healthy fats and things like that, that's that's gonna kind of point you in the right direction to to find uh balance uh, you know, with it.
0: Question four. When it comes to sports where you have to achieve a certain weight, what are some healthy ways to do this?
1: Yeah, well, let me just say this that um, a lot of the sports that, that require like a lot of like weight cutting and things like that. Um, I mean, it is what it is like, because you have to meet a certain weight class, but you want to try to find the balance of not having like so much weight to to actually cut, right? So you got you have to find like whatever that is for you. But you don't want you don't want to keep doing. I, I don't know how often you're competing, but you don't want to keep going like shooting up and down. Like when when we're when we're younger and we're in those types of sports, like our body can handle it. But as we get older, and you have to keep coming up and down, it really um starts to to mess with our metabolism overall. I mean, one of the one of the things that uh th- there's this um. It's it's called the brain-gut connection. So when the gut is out of balance, it's impossible for the, the brain to to be balanced. And then you are, are already noticing the the gut that you mentioned, right? Um so that's all indicate indicators of the gut. So that lets you know what you need to work on. You need to work on your gut health and and just trying to eat really clean, getting more of those good fermented foods in your diet and 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 just start to shift your 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 weight to see like what's a realistic Um, weight for you but that's something that to to think about like wherever weight you want to get close like whatever weight you want to compete at you just want to get close to being that way all like all the time I I was just looking excuse me I was just looking at a Roy Jones uh, interview and um, I don't know if everyone follows Roy Jones or anything like that but there was this one time where he had went up to heavyweight And he put all of this weight on, he was huge and he looked good though. He, so he put all of this weight on and he, he felt great. And then he got like this big, um, like money fight, um, in a much lower class and he dropped all of that weight to get down to the class. And then when he dropped all of that weight, like he never was the same. Like he never physically recovered from dropping all of that weight. Like, like he was never the same after that, you know? So it, it like over time it just starts to affect our metabolism differently, especially as we get old and our bodies aren't balanced or responding the way that, that it used to. So you just want to be mind like mindful of of, of that, like that, that yo yo yoing and trying to find the balance. And uh yeah, definitely we, you know, if, if you want to go in more details privately, we can.
0: Question five. What time should we stop eating?
1: That's a really good question. Um a lot of times these rules are more like rules of thumb it's just kind of like if if everyone followed these guidelines you'll be you'll be okay type of thing but it really comes down to the individual and it it all depends on what time you go to bed right so like let's say if seven let's say if seven is the cutoff right they say oh don't eat after seven so you're eating at seven right but you're going to bed at 7 30. Like that, that's a problem. That's a problem because you're going to f- the, you're going to bed with food on your stomach. I think um ideally to individualize it a little bit, you don't want to you want to try not to eat within like three hours of bedtime. Four hours is even better, right? So if you're if you're not eating within three to four hours of bedtime, you can't go wrong. Like at the minimum two hours, right? But if you're not eating within 3 to 4 hours of bedtime your digestion will be fine your metabolism will be okay but with that being said your digestive system is stronger when the when the sun is strong like so we we as long as there's there's sunlight like noon for example our bodies are strong our digestive system is is strongest right so on the shorter days we kind of lose some of that right because technically With some people, so if we're going on these sun cycles, like as the days get shorter, like at the end of the day, we're supposed to like slow down. So, you know, our digestion is affected by that. So, you know, if you want to be technical about it, you can eat a little earlier during the winter seasons. But at the end of the day, as long as you're giving yourself that good, you know, two, three hour window before before bed, you'll be fine.
0: Question six. What are some basic foods that we should have?
1: I I've learned to you know shop at a couple of different places um I I, I like Trader Joe's uh because Trader Joe's um they have a lot a, a lot of good quality food um and it's and is they offer it inexpensively right I um I always shop at Trader Joe's I went away to um Florida and they didn't have Trader Joe's in my area they only had a Whole Foods so I went to Whole Foods and bought all of the same stuff that I buy from Trader Joe's and my bill literally was double right it i doubled my my bill eating at Whole Foods that that time I was away so it makes that big of a difference shopping at a uh at a Trader Joe's so I only go to like a Whole Foods for specialty items things that I can't get at a Trader Joe's or somewhere else I'll go there to to um to get them so I think it's being being mindful of where you can get things for what. And I know it's like extra work, but just being mindful of budget and trying to be healthy at the same time. Sometimes you got to kind of shop around a little bit and you just got your rotation. Like I go, like I get some of my things from uh, Costco, you know, like they sell these huge, huge bags of frozen veggies, you know, like enormous, you know, so I'll, go, I'll, I'll get my frozen veggies from Costco's. Right. So, um i get my 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 animal foods directly from the farm right and and you cut the middleman out right so and they deliver so you you got to have your your rotation of places that that um that you order from and that you get to be not only economical but to get like the the best quality foods as possible but i'm going to i'm going to work on that list though i i accept that charge i think that's great question
0: 7 is there such a thing as having too much fruit?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a great question. Um, because, because fruits, I feel, kind of get, well, one of the things that can get us in the most trouble just because they are really healthy. And we don't no- normally think about the sugar content that, that's in fruit. You know, we just say, oh, this is healthy. I can have as much as I need, as much as I want but it's two things that we want to think about. One is the sugar that's in fruit along with all of the other sugar that we have in, in our diet. Right. So um, we live in a society where we're over sugared, like we over sugar everything, like even things that we don't know is sugar turns into sugar. So it's like when we take all of those things in accompany with the fruit, it can be a lot of sugar. A ch- the, the, the thing with, with fruit right when we when we look at fruit for what it is um fruit has a fruit has a season right so like bananas for example being that you brought, you know brought up bananas bananas have a season so there are times where bananas are in season and you can enjoy bananas and then there is times where bananas is out of season and you can't get bananas under normal circumstances we can't get bananas like even if you live in a tropical place, like, it's still, like, fruits still have seasons, right? So, What we do is because of technology now, like if if bananas are out of season here, we can get them from Costa Rica. Right. We can get them from all over the world, fruit from everywhere. And we can have fruit at any time of the year when under natural circumstances, we cycle in sugar into our diets. And then there are times of the year where we don't have any and we allow our bodies to recover. Right. So. It's important to think like that, that, you know, there's time that you have more and there's times that you should have less. So what I tend to tell people is as it starts to get colder in your climate, right, or as things go out of season in your climate, you should be slowing down on those things because this is the time that you should be giving your body a break from so much sugar. So in the winter, there is no fruit. in in the winter available like in our climate right if you live somewhere it might be right but it's not here so if there's no fruit here you should be having it more sparingly and not eating it as often. Um, and that's one of the reasons why diabetes is so high in our society. That's why it's so high with with Black people. That's why it's so high with the brothers, because we're over sugaring ourselves, because we're using technology to kind of cheat the, the process in a sense. So I definitely recommend being mindful of that. Then when the spring comes and the fruit are back in the summer, you can indulge and enjoy. And then you get two seasons kind of where you're falling back on them. So that's something to, um, to, to think about.
0: And the last and final question is what is the importance of building a connection with our food?
1: Um, that's one of the things that I'm really big on right now is just having that connect that building a real strong connection with, with your food and being connected to, to your food. Um, and that starts with, um, starting to pay attention to your body and just understanding your own individual needs, because it, that's that's going to be different for, for everyone. So to answer your question, there are so many different drinks, so many different like tonics and foods and things that we can take that has different types of effects on us in so many different ways, but it's just so um, individualized, right? So we need to uh, really explore at this stage of, of your life, um, what are your needs, right? What are your concerns? And then from there, we can use the right like foods, tonics, drinks, you know, smoothies and things like that to really dial in to to what it is that that your body is asking for. So yes, but I can't make a an an exact recommendation because we would we really have to see what it is that um that that you need.
0: So that is the conclusion of this episode. As I mentioned in episode 305, this lecture was online. So there is a visual component to the lecture which really drives home the point. So I'm going to list that YouTube video in the show notes page of this episode if you wanted to watch the lecture. The show notes page for this episode is LifeStrengthandHealth.com forward slash 306. That's LifeStrengthandHealth.com forward slash 306. And before I go, if you are ready to prioritize your health or if you need assistance with your health, then we would love to work with you. Everyone's health journey is different. Everyone's nutritional requirements and needs are different. And a lot of time could be spent trying to guess and try different things. But we're here to simplify or help to simplify that process for you. And we would love to work with you. We take pride with supporting our clients, educating, providing accountability um, and support and giving you clarity on maybe health challenges that you may be experiencing, but from a holistic perspective. So, if you would like to learn more about how we help people or if you would like to schedule an appointment, just go to liferenghenhealth dot com forward slash schedule. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. and until next time, live healthier.